1: The third hour of the most productive show of the week. Lori and Julia Tuesday here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the MyTalk app. Also, MyTalk Neighborhoods Rebuilding Fund still happening, benefiting Neighborhood Development Center. Want to give thanks to some of our matching partners, Jester Concepts Restaurant Group, Phil Olson with Supreme Lending, AARP Minnesota. Learn more and donate at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword Neighbors now. We have to get to our very special guest who is joining us at the top of this hour. Yes,
0: we do. We are so excited. Uh, Tony Ortega is joining us, and Tony is a longtime journalist. We we go back all the way to the Village Voice with you, Tony, because we've now been on the air 18 years.
2: I love being on your show. You remember I visited you guys uh,
0: you uh, five years ago. Yes, yes, you for did. the unbreakable Miss Lovely, your story about Scientology's harassment of Like Cooper, and of course, people maybe read the underground bunker. Which, if you follow anything Scientology, you're like the number one source. And then we've also saw you on Leah Remini's show, Scientology in the aftermath, which was did also so much to break down Scientology yeah. to a lot of regular people who didn't understand it. So thank you.
2: Yes. Great uh, to be back with you.
0: Okay. So we knew we had to talk to you when finally, finally, and we, and Julia and I, we do, we're faithful readers of the underground bunker and we watched Leah's show. but, and so we saw some, uh, two, I think of, of his victims were on her show when Danny Masterson was arrested we're like, oh, we're going to have to talk to Tony because this is, this is big—a yes. game changer, maybe in Scientology and how it's treated, you know, by the authorities.
2: It it it's potentially very huge. This is something uh, you know we've been waiting for for a long time. I first broke the news that Danny was being investigated by the LAPD more than three years ago in March 2017, and yeah, Leah finished up her series last year uh her, her her series finale was mm-hmm. a special episode that featured two of danny's victims who you know she had been trying to get them on since the beginning of her show and it was just very difficult legally uh for a and e to do that, but she bravely brought them on to finish up her series so Lee and I have been waiting for this. Uh, because there's so much evidence and there's, and, you know, multiple women.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: know that a lot of Danny Masters fans are confused and surprised and they wonder if it's just some women digging up some things that happened a long time ago. But if you know the case, you know this is an elaborate, complex case with multiple women with similar claims who have been complaining for a long time
0: yeah and, and and two of uh, two of the two of the three women, or maybe it's the three of the four, I know they couldn't charge him with every case, but the important thing is the fact that these women were also Scientologists, people that Danny knew he would have been at a higher level and Scientology is such a screwed up thing that anything bad happens to you. It's basically your fault and you got to pay money to figure right. out what you did in some other life. I mean it's just faocta.
2: It is it's the the first three women who came forward to the LAPD in 2016 had all been Scientologists and had all been uh, uh, assaulted in that period. One of them had, had previously gone to the LAPD. One woman who I refer to as Victim B, mm-hmm. she's known as Jane Doe number one in the civil lawsuit. She was attacked in April 2003. Uh, she, over Scientology's objections. She went to the LAPD in 2004. She did, she came forward in a timely manner. But Scientology got that investigation killed. Uh, These three women came to the LAPD in 2016. They were joined in 2017 by a a woman who was never a Scientologist named Babette Realis. And then I've reported not too long ago a total of seven women spoke to the LAPD with with rape allegations. And um, yeah, Jackie Lacey, the DA, when she announced. Uh, she announced that those first three women, the women who were all Scientologists, mm-hmm. are the ones she's basing the charges on, three counts of rape. And she said that there were two other women that she decided not to charge on. One of them, obviously, was Babette Realis. But I think Babette will still be a witness in the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, there's, there's a lot of different aspects to this.
3: Do you think, Tony, that... Um... Things have changed in the LAPD because I remember when they went to go find Shelley Miscavige and, you know, there was all this conversation that they were kind of in Scientology's back pocket and getting paid off by them and didn't do a thorough investigation. Do you think that that there's a new group of police people that are not so in bed with Scientology anymore?
2: Well, these women should get the credit for that, because if you remember, they experienced that problem here. Right. Because, um, you know, LAPD had done that investigation in 2004. Scientology got it shut down. This time when they approached the LAPD, they were told, we're going to handle this downtown because the LAPD knew. That the Hollywood division was co- uh, co-opted right. by the Church of Scientology, right. so they handled it downtown. But even then, the first detective was a disaster. And when I first broke the news about this investigation in March uh, two thousand seventeen, it wasn't just that that this investigation was going on, but that it was going badly. And I quoted from a letter that Chrissy Carnell, who I, I initially called Victim May, but she named herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the, she's the you know one of the three women that's that's been charged for. She had written a letter to the chief of police, who at that time was Chief Beck, complaining about how badly this first detective was handling it. She wasn't interviewing people. She was treating people inappropriately. They had to fight for this investigation, you guys. and, And the LAPD did replace that first detective with a much better detective by the name of Javier Vargas. And I think he did a great job. But again, these women should get the credit. They stood up for themselves time and time again until both the LAPD and then the LA District attorney took their case seriously.
0: and, and they the, the women too that I mean the, they all have been harassed by Scientology. I mean they've had all kinds of terrible other things happening to them as well as not being
2: believed. And I it's I have evidence I, it's going on to this day. It is shocking uh, that it, Scientology you... continues to try to intimidate and harass these women. They got sick and tired of waiting for Da Jackie Lacey to make up her mind, and they actually filed a civil lawsuit last year. Mm-hmm. And they in the the lawsuit is not about rape at this point. It probably mm-hmm. will be later, but right now the lawsuit is just about the harassment. Yeah, saying that since they came forward, they believe a, a coordinated campaign of harassment. Has been, you know, rained down on them by the Church of Scientology. Its leader, David Miscavige, and Danny Masterson. I mean, That's it's civil lawsuit. Was yeah,
0: it's it's absolutely outrageous that it, it has tax. No, but it get, does. It's tax free. That it's considered a religion when it behaves like some third world dictator country.
2: Well, and what shocked me was, you know, once the news broke last week, everybody covered it, and I think a lot of them. Had been, you know, aware of what was going on and they had some pretty good stories. But I was stunned by the number of news organizations that reported Danny Masterson being uh, charged with rape. And not using the word Scientology Lori in
3: the story. Lori yeah. said the same thing. And she said, finally, GMA. Finally, used they, Scientology. the they- next day
0: or something. But yeah, no, that is an important part of the story because, like, I wonder what Scientologists that are still in the cult are being told about the Danny Masterson rape case. He's been a long time out loud Scientologist and hides under Scientology to, you know, knock out women and then rape them.
2: Yeah, and we had a story about that on Sunday. Uh, Rod Keller, who writes for the site, did a really good piece about what Scientologists are being told, which is that they're being very careful not to even mention his name, but saying that one of our, you know, Scientologists is being, uh, unfairly accused. Uh. And Scientologists are just really trained not to look at the news, mm-hmm. you know, it's pertaining right. to Scientology. They know that if they actually start investigating this and and reading about critical things about the church, they could get hauled in for an interrogation and and get charged thousands of dollars to be questioned about it. So Scientologists are very good at making sure they don't look at any of this kind of news.
3: Is Tom Cruise looking at anything lately? Where the hell is he?
2: You know, there's been some reports uh, in the British press of him being over there. I'm not entirely sure, though, they're accurate reports. I mean, the last thing I saw was that, I mean, he's definitely completing this double uh, level penthouse condo in Clearwater, Florida, right. within the footprint of the Scientology uh, spiritual mecca there called the Flag Land Base. Uh, he, he basically took over the top two floors and bought other floors for his sisters. Uh, no question, a sign of loyalty to the Church of Scientology. And that's I think that's still going through the finishing touches. Now there's these reports he's in England. I think he's been over there to film a movie, but I, I don't know that some of these act- the reports are accurate about him actually staying at the Scientology headquarters there. I'm, I'm a little skeptical of that.
3: Do you yeah. think he'll ever, ever leave?
2: Well, you know, it's hard to say because, you know, I think Paul Haggis really described it best in the movie Going Clear when he said that once you buy into this powerful idea that you're part of this small group, that has the true secret of existence, all of the criticism just makes you dig in your heels, right? Because, of course, if we have the secret and everybody else is jealous of it, they're going to call us names. And so, you know, people like Tom Cruise, he's bought in totally. Yeah, I know a lot of people like to think that he's only in it because they have information about him. No, he really believes this stuff. Yeah.
3: Oh, geez. Wow. Tony, it's so good to talk to you. Gosh,
2: it's been a while. It's been a minute. Uh, a great time on your show. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah, I love it. And
0: and and we are going to keep our eye on that. As far as the the mainstream media does need to identify Danny Masterson as Scientologist because that is a key part of his how he got away with this too.
2: I mean, he's a lifelong Scientologist. He grew up in it. All three of his victims that he, that are being charged under were Scientologists at the time and the reason they didn't come forward earlier, they say was because of Scientology. I mean, Scientology is completely wrapped up in this thing. And I, I think it's going to get even worse as it, I, you know, there's going to be some revelations coming up about Scientology's role. So these news organizations really need to get educated about that. They can't just ignore that.
0: Well, I would like you to be on with um, I wish Gail would call you or Robin Roberts. I mean, you are <laughs> you or Leah or I, I guess Mike Rinder, all three of you guys are whenever you talk about anything Scientology or have anything to say, I mean, we always have to pay attention because you guys have worked relentlessly exposing and you guys have you know, gun had a lot of crap come your way too because of it.
2: Yeah, they like to go after us, but you know what? This is these are the stories that matter and I, I really think people are gonna have their eyes open to a lot of stuff when as this case goes forward. All,
3: All right, this Tony. Is, I, we're we're gonna talk to you again soon. It was nice chatting. Okay, great. And you guys go to the underground bunker and you can follow Tony Ortega on Twitter. Tony, tell everyone your Twitter handle.
2: Uh, I'm Tony Ortega 94 on Twitter. The website is TonyOrtega.org. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Tony.
3: Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for having me on. Nice to talk to you. Yeah. We'll
0: talk to you later. All right. That's good. I'm glad we caught up with him. He knows what the hell he's talking about. It's been
3: a hot second since we've talked to him five years and he came in
0: studio. I remember. Donnie was like, oh, you girls, he surprised us with Tony. He did. Because we have been, seriously, this is our village voice when we first started on the air, we I would go down to Shinders to get it.
3: Yep. <laughs> Which no, is no in In
0: 2002 for show prep. I know. It was called Shinders.
3: Hey, Those oh, were yes. the days.
1: It was all Netscape and GeoCities.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert.
2: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
1: Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt, Dirt right, Alert, Dirt Alert, All right, Holly. Uh, all right. There's so much happening today, I have to say. Lots of headlines. Yeah. And we're going to start with one that uh, was happening this morning, and that's regarding the death of Steve Bing. He's a real estate heir who became a producer in Hollywood. He also was a film writer. He also was the significant other at one point in time of Elizabeth Hurley, and he's the father of her son, Damien. He passed away at the age of 55 after falling from the balcony of his 27th floor apartment. Now, the Los Angeles County coroner confirmed his death, and uh, a police officer, who was not authorized to comment publicly, uh, told the New York Times that the man who had jumped from the condo balcony was identified as Steve Bain. Did he yeah. fall or did he, he jump? He, he Well... The reports say he died by suicide. Oh, However, yes. there are many people who are questioning the veracity of that report. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 you know, you you have to you have to do you do have to wonder about that because they even say it in their first story, the man who fell off a balcony
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Did you put, did you right. jump or did you trip? I mean, most, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but most fancy, fancy places in Century City are not going to have, like, some kind of low-level balcony. I would agree.
3: I would agree. And they said, you know, the report said he was depressed after being isolated during the coronavirus pandemic. Well, I don't know. Holly, tell me more. Well, the building where he was living, interestingly
1: enough, I was like, oh, I bet he lives in this building called 10,000. Sure enough, he is living in this building in Century City, California. That's a neighborhood in Los Angeles. It's called 10,000. It's a 40-story condo on the border of Beverly Hills in Century City. Rent starts at $10,000. Goes up to $65,000 a month. So this is a really palatial place. Now, Elizabeth Hurley confirming Steve's passing on her Instagram account. Uh, she did share a tribute to him Uh, She said, I'm saddened beyond belief that my ex Steve is no longer with us. She said, it's a terrible end. Our time together was happy and I'm posting these pictures because although we went through some tough times, it's the good, wonderful memories of a sweet, kind man that matter. Because at the time when Damien was born.
0: Oh, we we remember. remember. We
3: remember. These two,
1: she
0: had to go to court to get him to give up uh, DNA.
3: I feel like they had to go through his garbage.
0: No, that's Kerkorkian or Kavorkian.
3: The Kirk Corian oh, the other woman, the tennis player, because he had a, a baby with a tennis player. Are you talking about way back in the day, Kirk Corian? Yes, the guy Kirk Kerkorian,
1: the MGM Grand.
0: Yes, his third wife had
1: a baby <laughs> with Steve Bing,
0: and he had private detective get Bing's DNA, yes. a Q-tip, out of his house, and that's how he confirmed. That his daughter was not his daughter, but was Steve Bang's daughter, exactly, wow, so okay, I didn't know
1: that part of the story, yeah,
0: so he has a son and a daughter, and he apparently didn't have a relationship with either right either kid, but i I mean suicide or fall, the only reason I say that is but
1: why would you think?
0: Because he had a connection with uh, Jeffrey Epstein.
1: Oh, for crying out yeah. loud. Yeah. True. You know, and well, Lori, to your point, so reporting... you he was pushed? I, I Julia, Here, I want investigations. Here's, you know, to Lori's point, others in the world of celebrity are having similar thoughts. So Rosanna Arquette tweeted out the following today. The quote, suicide of Steve Bing is truly disturbing. I don't believe he jumped. Rest in peace, Steve. She's saying that publicly, I would say putting it out there on Twitter is on the public Mm -hmm. record. You know, whatever happened, it deserves an investigation. Yeah. You know, a thorough investigation about what happened. You know, is there any
3: evidence that someone could have, you know, forced him to jump? Well, a police official said that, that according to the um, um, New York Times, a police official said that.
0: All right. That that there's going to be an autopsy. There's huh? going to be an autopsy. There better be. They should be sweeping for fingerprints, but
1: they're not going to find a damn thing anyway. I don't know. I don't know, Julia. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of things that are going on regarding the Jeffrey Epstein case right now. You know, you can investigate for yourself and look at some of the tweets from Alan Dershowitz in the past twenty four hours. Uh, some things that are happening. even being knew. Talk- okay. Can I just say
0: yeah. one thing? Yeah. I and and I'm not saying that he might have done anything bad because Jeffrey Epstein. Ensnared a lot of people with money, and yes, he, he had a lot of money to give Steve Bing. His grandfather was like, no, how, how do you this make is, all the dough? This, this real is estate, real this estate. This is
3: the thing he inherited $600 million on his 18th birthday, birthday. yeah. And he dropped out of school right off the two.
1: money, yeah. And great. then no, he wanted- i To get into producing Hollywood movies, you know, and he produced a a fair number of films and a lot of people in Hollywood really liked working with him. And
0: and like he joined right away. He was one of the first people after Bill Gates and Warren Buffett did their, you know, giving pledge where people who, who, you know, are just fabulously wealthy would give away the majority of their money over his lifetime. He was one of the early, I signed up for it because he had a thing going with his two kids he had a court ordered hundred thousand dollars. dollars
3: a year he had to put into their trust
0: fund. The two kids. So I don't know, you know, I, I don't know. I but I just think that when I when I see that I think did he die by suicide or was there something else going on? Because this is a this is we've seen this trick in the movies. Well, it deserves a thorough investigation. It's at one
3: o'clock in the afternoon on Monday.
0: Exactly. What an unsuspicious time.
3: <laughs> so we shall see if he gets
1: Oh, the, you know yeah. what, what is deserved here yeah, a thorough really. investigation oh about his passing so we'll move on from that story to my talk traffic it's brought to you by YMCA Minnesota summer programs going to start this afternoon
3: we are going to be starting in mendota heights on 62 we are knocking at the door of seventy thousand dollars to quote quote v arthur for our my talk neighborhood rebuilding fund thank you everybody for your generous donations um you know one dollar that you donate turns into 33 dollars with the neighborhood development center that's going to help people get back in business with their business plans with their loans with their marketing With everything that they need done. And it's just exciting how much money has been raised since we've been doing this. We've got a few days left. We're going to be doing it till Friday. um, And just can't, we're so grateful. And if you would like to donate, um, go to my talk 1071, type in keyword, keyword neighbor. All right, now, Lori, what are we going to do? We got the study of da. The study, it's time. It's time for the study of da. What do you got?
0: Well, this is really a study of duh, but it's a, you know, they did a, a survey of, um, two thousand. We'll call them eighteen to thirty-five year olds. Okay. Whatever that whatever, encompasses. Just yep. They wanted to ask them, uh, you know, what uh, what kinds of what kind of quote unquote traditional goals are you putting off? Turns out, everything.
3: Don't you feel (laughs) the same way right now at our age? That is (laughs) the study of duh. (laughs) That's the study of Um, duh, yeah. You know. Here's what a a majority
0: of uh, that age group is putting off traditional life milestones like um, marriage, starting a family, and saving for retirement. 61% said those goals are no longer important to them. The number one reason, money
3: money's an issue right now money is a big time issue for so many people
0: yeah traditional milestones no longer make or break what's important in our lives our study shows our hearts are the driver for achieving Mm -hmm. financial peace of mind no matter what your life path is so the the most common milestone being delayed was saving for retirement i will just say to the young people if you do have any chance at a 401k. That's free money and it you should sign up for the minimum. You put in whatever the most that you can put in, which yeah. is probably the, just, because that will be you it. won't feel it. You won't feel it and that's the most mindless good money and then you can feel like you're doing something. Yeah. I mean not everyone gets a 401k so in that case, you know, you could do an IRA. An IRA, but yeah, that's true.
3: On your they own. They have a On ton of apps mm-hmm. too that I know I've heard some um folks in the younger generation talk about that you can just take a small percentage it's so mindless.
0: Yeah. 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 So I'm really um, uh, then, but then marriage is a real close second. That is a, a milestone. And then having kids, buying a house or even getting engaged because it's so expensive now to be engaged. Maybe post with all of this, maybe where there's going to be some perspective about how much of
3: wedding costs and how much all it... the the
0: expense and and it became I think a real drag for many people. You had to do the bachelor the bachelorette party. You got to buy this. You got to buy that. You got to buy the dress. You got to. I'm just saying, there's a lot. I Julia, I never believed in bridesmaids.
3: Well, Lori, because you didn't want anyone to steal the attention away from you. Which again, that
0: this. should be what it's all That's about. The all course.
3: eyes on who's <laughs> getting married here. You know.
0: Yeah, but
1: I will say, in the past decade weddings have become you know to your point being a bridesmaid been oh. a bridesmaid a few times maybe like 10 years ago maybe as recent as a few years ago the difference between 10, 10 years, years ago and, and, now, now, and now and the expectations th- yes
3: that and are the, on you that when the trips that, and well, the money
1: uh, it's,
0: just like, it's really uh, yeah. incredible the pressure all the way around so i think what happens now because of this this is like one of the positive things about having you know the the shutdown and the pandemic is that it has made us recalibrate like what's important i don't think people are ready to get to go back on a crazy train of being super busy, super overextended, saying yes to things we don't want to do, mm-hmm. agreeing to things that you know you can't afford, or doing things that you well, know you're not going to like, or being a bridesmaid, or so being expensive. Ag- no, but I mean, mm-hmm. like, and then having it be okay that people be mean bridezillas, or groomzillas, or whatever. But that is a real right. thing. Yeah, I believe you. And so maybe that whole, that's why getting engaged is on that list, because it. It, the hype of it became so huge.
1: Oh, there's the ring. And then you have to have the photo session. Then you have the engagement party before you have the bridal shower. And then you. Have... Yeah. So I think that's going to get all reset. And maybe that
0: won't be as important. And people oh, yeah. will just say, yeah, that is dumb. Some I, of that. Not... It doesn't really mean that much. Nobody cares what color your napkins are. You know. Or going on this kind of a fancy trip.
3: Right. I, no, I am um, I
0: It's too I much am money. Shocked.
3: I've been shocked how much people spend on the whole thing. It's, to me, get a condo.
0: Get, <laughs> Buy it something. It
3: always drove me crazy. Yeah. Why would you put that much money, money into a wedding when you can go get a condo somewhere fabulous or something else or it's just so ridiculous. It's,
0: I, it's a lot of money for yeah. something that is just the beginning, you, not the end. Exactly. You know? And then think of all that money that you could put into an IRA. Well, I mean, listen, oh, I'm not going to lie. You could marry somebody with money like I did both times <laughs> that I got I had big fancy weddings. And, and I my we did it opposite. The groom's family paid for everything. My dad always thought it was like, he goes, God, that was good how you did that. And I'm like, Dad,
3: I didn't do anything. It's pretty amazing, though. Uh, It's pretty amazing that you got both of your fancy husbands to pay for the weddings. Yes, Julia. I don't want my kids to get any ideas. Yeah, no, I mean, (laughs) should I should, you know. I have the two boys. And part of it was because I was the
0: most nonchalant, laid-back bride. I didn't even care what was going on. I just didn't want any bridesmaids that I knew. so funny.
3: And Lori has been a bridesmaid once in your sister's wedding. No. Oh, in one wedding. That's right.
0: One wedding when I was 16 years old and I was a junior in high school. I wore that dress to my prom. Look at you got,
3: look at you got, uh, you decided that everyone says. It it was,
0: uh, and it wasn't that that wedding was traumatic, but I realized. Nobody
3: got time for that. I didn't like all that
0: yacking and
3: Lori it's not you it's, it's so, so not out. you
0: okay
3: but we are having a shower coming up here soon
0: oh no I mean I that, a that. family shower like that. I'm talking about where just stuff gets back to it's not so over the top and yeah. so that's why when this survey because this was just done like three weeks ago right. I thought what getting engaged why is that being put off and I thought because it's hell of expensive and people maybe don't want and I think of all the people who've you know, had to completely do whatever their plan for their wedding is. I mean, those people had to get readjusted. Oh, chop, chop, wiki, yes. wiki fast because you had no choice. Right. You know, so anyway, study of duh, but people. It's true. It's true.
3: All right. When we come back. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to get to
0: the rest of the business.
3: Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. You're um, welcome. My pleasure.
0: We we really are really Anytime. crappy at raising money, boy. I mean we're we
3: bad beggars. We want to thank so. Kim, Anonymous, Angela, Amy, Rebath, um, let's see, Tammy and Anders, Sarah, Louise, yeah. Pam, Gina. Yeah. A lot of people. Thank you everyone for donating. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and I love those that.
0: guys this morning on uh, Donna and Steve. Uh, we're, we're, and we're, Don, we're what were they showing off? Um, They're promising pictures of their feet.
3: Oh, I would never. You. You've told me I actually looked at my brother, your husband's yeah. feet. Yeah. I think I have a little bit more of an S-curve in my second toe than he even does. You guys have, These are just man have, versions but of your little we talked about your fingers, six. but see, Lori, who has the worst feet in the world, talks I about it. I do not. they fingers, Holly. How do you describe an S-curve? What do you mean by uh, that? They bend over, they curl no, over. No, just one of them is a little aggressive, thinking that maybe it's, I'm advertising my nail for ants. <laughs> because they can't see on the top. On my foot to see the nail, so I've curved my nail a little slanted it just a little bit closer to the ground so the ants can see my manicures my pretty nails
0: yeah no it's it's it's, it's
3: Lori has something. one toe and then the rest are straight across four toes that are exactly the same length straight across oh, that's... she's got the fingers oh, you
0: got a little pinky toe I do you know what I still remember the what fingers. Marley said to me a couple years ago this before she left and one day I must have just had a pedicure or whatever, and I put lotion on, and it was summer, obviously. And she said, "You know what, Lori? I got. I have to tell you, you have really young-looking feet. They're younger-looking than mine." And then she showed me her foot, and in fact, I did have a younger-looking. I've never even
3: heard that. She said that to you?
0: She said that to me, and I just thought, well, that probably doesn't need to be advertised. <laughs>
3: what does a youthful foot? Well, mine, I guess. <laughs> you
0: know. But I, it was a nice compliment. I'd never been complimented on my feet, and then she showed me her foot, and in fact,
3: I, well, my foot right, did here, look younger. Because you probably don't have any bunions, you probably don't have any corn marks, you probably don't, I don't have know, any... no,
0: there's nobody calluses. who didn't live through the 80s, 80s without a pump bump or two. I know. If I know. you wore heels... In the 80s and the stilettos, they were so high, and the shoe game was like not comfort at all. That came much later, that came more. And oh. I mean, for cute and comfortable, you just really wore a lot of uncomfortable always. crap, always,
3: always. But damn. I would
0: just suffer. And I, I we okay. all have pump bumps. Anyone who mm-hmm. wore heels in the 80s, you know who you are. You know, <laughs> you've got a pump bump here or there. I mean, look at but, Kim Kardashian showing off. She just wanted to give us something to look at today, and I actually was kind of glad that... I've already uh, seen this, this corset. But I don't think I just saw her in... It's called a Mr. Pearl. Apparently, that's where you get your corset when you get a custom one.
1: Uh, yeah, he's the guy that you want to see when you want to get does, one of he those does D. Devantises and probably... I want to say that yeah. possibly could be true. Yeah. So,
0: she... I mean, this is the corset that she wore to the Met when she wore the wet dress. Yes. Where she told us, I remember this. This is so pathetic, this gossip memory. Okay. She told us at the time that she had to practice breathing in it for like three weeks leading up to Mm -hmm. the Met Gala. And it was so tight, she couldn't sit down. She had to stand the whole Met Gala.
3: And And she took like a Mercedes-Benz minivan that she stood up with it that had like a pole in it cuz yeah. she had to stand up to even get to the mat because she couldn't sit down.
0: Did she remove a rib in no. order to make her waist be that tiny no, and her they remember bigger? they did
3: corset training. Lori, we met the ultimate corset training lady that had a 15 inch waist. It just seems like something that Cher might have told her about. Remove that oh, bottom rib. You don't
0: need okay. it.
1: That's an urban myth about Marilyn Manson. And then yeah. Cher
0: too. Oh. Remove your bottom rib. You don't need it. And then I always wonder: Did anyone ever really do that? Like, who who would be asked? Who would know that? Anyway, she Holly posted this photo. Yes, you, it, it 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 defies
3: your eyes. You're like, what is going on? Okay, first. So just would rabbit have stomach cramps so bad. You do? No, I would. Oh yeah, I can't even it's barely wear sphinx.
0: It's a proven fact that you will have. This is why Spanx are not that great on a date because okay, they're guaranteed happened. to give you gas.
3: I literally have <laughs> an article in front of me. What happens when you wear Spanx? No, digestive. your body. Um, you're, you're,
0: have your, soup, you have soup. Your know, skin can
3: break out.
0: Well, oh, yeah, I guess. So they call it, it
3: folliculitis.
0: That's right.
3: Um, it's when you get ingrown hairs from sweating too much and wearing things too tight. Good old folliculitis.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, it can reduce your circulation, so your legs could fall asleep and be, you know, tired. Really, no
0: one's wearing Spanx right now. That's kind of, who knows what it's going to do to sales to Spanx. People might not go back.
3: Acid. Same with bras. Oh, no, bras you got Oh, it, right?
0: yeah, all right, fine.
3: I just tried to buy it. They don't go on sale enough. Yeah, well, that's, you know. Yeah, I know. But, but anyway. People are <laughs> Are people going to wear shoes? Are people going to wear pants? I want it to be noted that <laughs> I wore pants today. Julia,
0: you look great. Wow. like, Julia, you, you wore out. pants. Yeah, I did. Well, I haven't
3: seen you in pants
0: in a while. I know. Like maybe weeks. It hasn't been that long. Julia? Has it? Yes. Julia. Julia the, the day you came home from Bozeman, you, you, are, you are sensible and you fly in jeans. I did. Yeah.
1: You wore some cute shorts, Julia. The other I, week? I did wear yeah, shorts. Yeah, you wore. Uh,
0: my Jorts, my jean shorts.
1: Yeah, and your
0: skirt game for tennis is
3: pretty strong. Thank you. You hi. have a
0: nice, for all the tennis playing you do, I'm glad to see you've got Tomorrow the tennis fashion.
3: The I don't at all compared to my, the Friends? people I play with. Oh my gosh, they have the cutest. Have you self-fits. worn
0: your tennis sweater? The the, the, the Ted. I, I've, the I fancy, have. The fancy. No. She got like oh, a like Ted, Ted Baker. 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 Julia Bob one in Vegas in March as the last time you were a big spender. Hey, <laughs> big spender, we'll see you tomorrow. Job done, off you go.
1: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar